out of the word of God here. In Isaiah 9, Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. Isaiah 9, 6, and 7, familiar portion of scripture for this time of year. The Bible says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. And upon the throne of David, and upon the kingdom to order it, to establish it, it uh, with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. He says, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. I want to read also Romans 6.23. Romans 6.23 as well. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The wages of sin is death, 623 is our text. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We're truly grateful today for this wonderful day. And you go back in your mind and you're probably waiting in some I remember as kids, if your kids have not opened their gifts, they're probably waiting to get home and, and, and on and on and on. And I remember we could hardly wait to get home. We used to have service at 6 a.m., I believe it was. 6 a.m. service. And then after that, we would have a breakfast. Or was it vice versa? Oh, breakfast was at 6 a.m. at the church. Then the service was after the breakfast. So now you're looking at 8, 9 o'clock in the church. As a little kid, it's tough. Amen. Knowing because back home, underneath the tree, underneath, again, is their presence waiting for you. Knowing the thing that you left behind, it, and we were able when we came, when we woke up in the morning, probably about three or four in the morning, we would get up with excitement and look under the tree, and we see certain things were open, but then there were some other things that were not open yet. There were some things we had to wait. No, you got to wait till after church, and after church we would go, and then we would have to go visit Auntie So and So. Then we had to go visit this one in the nursing home and grandma, uh, uh, the, the adopted grandmother, and all these different ones. The pain and agony of that time of year. But you know what? It was teaching us selflessness. I mean, you know that. It was really teaching us patience and selflessness because, again, my mom and, and they was really teaching us to think about others as well. Let me say amen. This time of year, we always think about give me, give me, give me. You got to have, got to have, got to have. But how about I give to Christ? And, and we, we're going to give you the opportunity to give a gift unto the Lord as well. Amen. Share with you earlier about taking up an offering, about how let's give a gift to Jesus as well. But think about it, how the, again, the greatest gift of all. And so I thought about that. When you go back to your childhood and you think about all the great gifts you may receive, some clothes, article of clothing, uh, that sweater, those shoes, or that jacket, whatever it may be uh, as children, or that bike, that brand new bike that you received. Uh, or, or, uh, when we were growing up, we had uh, got an Atari, and we were so happy because we got an Atari. And so uh, uh, there was one that really stuck out to me. It was called a green machine. You may not know what a green machine is. It's not really a, 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 one of those... Uh, bicycle things, but it's one that you sit down on and it had these two gears, these two gears, and you can move it. It was almost like a tricycle, but it was bigger than that. It was for a big kid. And man, we were so happy because you had gears and various things. It was long, and, and the commercials made it seem like you can spin around the block and you can do all these different things and do all these different tricks with this thing. And I got a green machine. I was so happy. 
I was so happy. And so these gifts that we get sometimes, again, we are so excited because I think some gifts you never forget, and there's other gifts that you don't forget already. Forgot already. I got a gift through the years, and, and they say, Daddy, you never got this gift. And I say, oh, I forgot all about this gift. Amen. No offense, girls, but amen. Thank God. And I pull out that screwdriver. See, I need this screwdriver now. Amen. Or whatever the case may be. We're thankful for good gifts today. But just think about this greatest gift of all, church, this morning. The greatest gift of all is Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Isaiah, getting back to our, our text here, it says, unto us this day a child is born. A day in which we celebrate Jesus coming into the world. Change the calendar dates, change communities, to change the world. The greatest gift. And we entitled this day the best gift forever. Not just the greatest gift ever, but the greatest gift forever. Forever and ever and ever, this gift will never fade away. My green machine, I don't know where that green machine is. Somebody's landfill are probably decomposed by now. All the clothes, all the things that we receive are now faded away. But this greatest gift of all, brothers and sisters, this morning is the greatest one from above, and it is forever. The Bible says, unto us a child is born, a son is given. He says, and his government shall be upon his shoulders. His name shall be wonderful, counselor, the mighty God. And, and the Lord began to, uh, uh, in place here in Isaiah many, many things in which he is. He's an almighty God this morning. Amen. His name endureth forever. His mercy endureth forever. His love endureth forever. It's a God that will not fade away. The Bible says he's a wonderful God, a counselor, the mighty God, and he is a prince of peace as well. Prince of Peace. He said of the increase of his government and peace, there should be no end in verse 7. The Bible referred to this as being no end to his government. Every four years here in our country, we have an election. Presidents come and presidents go. Senators come, senators go. Uh, Councilmen, congressmen, all these folks come and go. And naturally, kingdoms come and kingdoms go sometimes. Amen. The great, great kingdoms rise and fall in our world and our society. Over the history of time, they have come and gone. Dictators, uh, leaders, great leaders, and, and small, big and small have come and gone. But the Bible says this king here will never, ever, ever fade away. This king here, the Bible says his government shall be forever. And one day he will come and reign and rule in our world once again. How many believe that? He will come and reign and rule on the earth. When he came the first time, the Bible says the disciples and all of Israel, they thought that now he was coming to set up his kingdom. They thought that he was going to come and reign and rule. And they said, when he began to talk about him going back to his father, he said, well, we thought you was coming to stay Thought you was coming to stay and to, and to rule and reign. But he says, no, not right now, but I will come again. Let me look forward to Jesus coming again. Amen. Jesus will come again just as sure as he came the first time. He will come again, brothers and sisters, today. And will you and I be ready? Will we be ready for that day? How I many look forward to that day when he will come and set up his kingdom here on earth? And amen. Where all governments, the United States and all of the Russia and all of all these other places around the globe will one day have to bow to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Amen. The greatest gift that is forever. That is forever. The Bible says, and there will be peace on earth. There will be no more war in this kingdom. Amen. No more war in his kingdom. No more tears. No more sorrow. No more pain. Amen. He has one of the best uh, health packages ever. Amen. Has the greatest army ever. This king we're talking about. The Bible says he will sit upon the throne of David in verse 7. And to order and establish the judgment and justice henceforth forevermore. The zeal of the Lord will perform this. It will come to pass. 
It will happen just as sure as we see it today. Our second text here today in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, one of those scriptures that we call on the Romans road to salvation. And pretty much, again, we may have heard it before, read it before, but the Bible says the wages of sin is death. We know that we lost out and we, mankind was sentenced to die because of Adam. Sin caused us to break that fellowship with our Heavenly Father. Sin caused man to be broken and lost, yearning to get back to our Creator. And naturally, on the flip side of that, Jesus, no doubt, and our Heavenly Father yearned to get back that relationship with mankind as well. He yearned for man to have that walk again like he did with Adam. Go back and read the book of Genesis. The Bible says he would walk with Adam in the garden. He would talk with Adam in the garden. He would fellowship with Adam. And they would commune and he would, uh, again, it was a beautiful place, the Garden of Eden. There was peace. There was joy. There was happiness there in the Garden of Eden. But we see how, and we all know the story, how Adam had failed. Adam had lost, given in to sin. And because of that, all generations from that point on will be cursed. As we say in that song just a few minutes ago about as far as the curse is found. As we pay attention to those lyrics, as far as the curse is found. And so naturally Jesus came to, to eradicate the curse. How I many thankful for that today? To get rid of the curse called sin. To get rid of the, the plague that plagued hearts and souls of men and women. To plague the men and women for years and centuries at a time. He, you know, now he looked down from heaven and saw the tears. He saw the brokenness. He saw the pain of mankind. And no, I can only imagine him saying, Lord, Father, Father, let me go. Let me go. And naturally, thank God, the Heavenly Father, who sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we can be saved. How many grateful that today? That he says, I'll go. I'm willing to go. And he left and he came to get back and reconcile between man and, and our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ being that mediator today. How many thankful for that today? Being the mediator for our soul, being the mediator for all of mankind that we could be saved. Because the wages of sin is death. He told Adam, he says, you're going to surely die because of this. We all will one day die still physically. We're going to eventually die. But you know what in the book of Revelation it says there's two types of death. The natural death and the spiritual death. Naturally, we all die and leave this earth we all have known people that have recently died and through the years it will continue on. It's a, it's a thing we preached a, year, a couple of months ago, years ago now, about mandated. Man has a date. It's the point that a man wants to die and after this, the judgment. And the Bible says in Revelation, he says, how the, again, there's a second death the Bible talks about. Not only we die and they put us in the grave and on and on, but the Bible says a, re, a great resurrection will take place and all of mankind will have to stand before the judge. And he will judge us according to our works, according to our life, how we live. Did we reject Christ? Did we say no to Jesus? Did we neglect salvation? Did we say, ah, oh, we don't need that. We don't need Jesus. Uh, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm my own man. A man told me last night, he said, I'm an independent thinker. Amen. The Bible says a man is right in his own eyes. Amen. You better stop being independent and follow Jesus today. Amen. Come to Christ today. Follow Jesus Christ, the Lord our God, while there's still time. Again, because uh, you will come to a rude awake that he's real and the Bible says and how the mankind will have to stand before him and those will either have to depart he says how that he will ask us each 
Again, uh, he already knows, but again, we have to give an account for our lives. And the Bible says he will say, enter into the joy of the Lord. Or he will say, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I never knew you. And the Bible says they will be cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. Think about that. The second death. The Bible says in the lake of fire's revelation, the Bible talks about this second death. But I like what Romans said, how the wages of sin is death. Yes, there's a price and a penalty for sin. Sin is temporary. The Bible says, well, it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his soul. Think about that. What will it profit us to gain the whole world? Millions and billions of dollars, it still won't matter. How many know that? It still won't buy happiness. It still cannot buy a ticket into heaven. It still cannot buy that joy that man is yearning for. All the billions and millions in the world say, preach, I'll be good if I, if I get a couple of million. But you know, at the end of the day, you still got to go home and look in the mirror one day. How many know that? You still have to live with self and on the inside there's still a missing piece to the soul. And but we thank God for Jesus who came and, and came to eradicate the wages of sin. He came to pay the ultimate price. That's why he came. That's the reason for this season we celebrate because he was coming to break the curse. Amen. He was coming to break the yoke. He was coming to stop death in his tracks today. Amen. The second death we'll be talking about. The Bible says, but the gift of God. So back to those gifts, the greatest gift of all, the greatest gift of all today. Uh, he says the gift of God is eternal life. It's the greatest gift forever. Amen. The kids say this is the greatest gift ever. But you know what? This is the greatest gift forever. How many thank for that today? Jesus is the greatest gift forever. It does not it cannot compare to anything. Uh, it cannot compare to any all, all the toys you can gather, all the money and riches and jewels, all the houses on this world. You can have everything, but you lose your soul my friend we lost it all the greatest gift of ever is a relationship with Jesus Christ the greatest gift of all is to know that you've been forgiven the greatest gift ever is to give your life over to him and serve him and, and follow him and spend eternity with him amen the Bible says how that he went to prepare a place for us in his kingdom church he has things, great things in store for you and I he has some of the greatest gifts ever that we can imagine you think again? You think we, we look at some of the simple things here on earth? I can only imagine what's up in heaven. Can you only think about it sometimes? What heaven's gonna be like? What the glory of the Lord will be like? What what it will be like in heaven? That will not compare to anything in this world. Our heavenly Father is a good gift giver. Let me say that. He's a good gift giver. Uh, let's look at Luke four, eighteen. The Bible says how. One of the things in which Jesus came to do as well was to give, again, his life. The Bible says here in Roman, uh, excuse me, Luke 4, 18, he says, The Spirit of the Lord was upon him and anointed him to preach the gospel to the poor. He was a gift to the poor. Poor, naturally, financially speaking, but not only that, but the poor in spirit as well. Empty, needing help, needing, again, something from above. We all need something from above today. He said he came for the poor in spirit. He said he came to heal the brokenhearted. That's one of the greatest gifts is to find healing from Jesus today. If you're broken today, there's a gift from above that can fix the broken heart today. Amen. To fix the broken heart. Again, you think about how when, even when you get those gifts and those toys break, man, your heart is broken, isn't it? 
Your heart is broken. You don't want to give it to that one cousin because that cousin was going to break it. He's rough with the toy. <laughs> Sometimes he's jealous because he got the toy. And he's going to break it because he didn't get one. Some of y'all got the same family tree as me. Ain't paying anyway. But you think about this. And so how did, again, he came to fix the broken, however. And so life can be broken sometimes. The heart can be broken. Families are broken. But Jesus Christ says, I've come to fix the brokenhearted. Thank God for the gift where he comes down from above to fix the brokenhearted. He said, I came to preach deliverance to the captive. He came down to bring the keys from heaven and open up the doors of the prisoner today. Amen. What a greatest gift it is to know that she can be free today. Whom the son is set free is free indeed this morning. You can be free. Thank God for the gift of Jesus Christ opening up doors that have been shut all your life. Our God is able today to recover sight to the blind. Man, you talk about a great gift. Some many cannot see physically to be restored sight. Not only that, but can you imagine not being able to see spiritually? To not be able to see spiritually, brothers and sisters. To be able to have your eyes open. I mean, think back to the day you got saved. You say, oh, thank God that my eyes were open. I thank God that my eyes have been opened to where I now I was blind. But now I see I can see clearly what the devil was trying to destroy me. I can see clearly how my life was messed up. The enemy will have many women blinded all their lives and not even seeing nothing's wrong. Oh, they'll see it. They're, they're right in their own eyes, but they're blinded still. And no, the Bible says he came to open up the blinded eyes to where you see, I need a savior. I want to see Jesus. I need a one that'll help me. I need a, in order for me to go forward, I've got to see and keep my eyes on the Lord, the good shepherd who leads the way. I want to see it through his lenses today. Thank God for the opening of the blinded eyes. I'm talking about the greatest gift forever and to set at liberty them that are bruised. Those that have been hurt and beaten by life. Those that are a child today going through tri trials in their lives. Going through tribulation in their lives today. He's coming to mend and fix the broken and the, uh, heal the wounds of life that it will bring. How many know that today? Our God is the greatest gift of all is Jesus' name forever. Bible says the priest is acceptable year of the Lord. As we share with you before we close out this year, this is a great year to get saved. We talk about at the end of the year having breakthrough before the year end, and it could be an absolute breakthrough for your life. It could be a breakthrough for you. For breakthrough behind the, the walls that the enemy will have you caged in. Say, preach, I want breakthrough in 23. Well, you can start now. Jesus came to break through, to break through the man, to break through to that separation that was there, that wall, that partition that was in the way, that thing that was blocking man from God. Jesus Christ came to break through and give man eternal life. In the book of uh, uh, Luke 11, go to Luke 11 for me as we try to wrap this up. Luke 11, it talks about, he says, everyone that asks is receiving. Jesus was willing to give to all. And all we had to do was simply ask. If you have a need today, I'm telling you, the greatest giver of all. If he was willing to give his life, he's willing to give you anything that you can uh, receive. And the Bible says that you need of. The things that you need, he's willing to give. The Bible says everyone that asketh receiveth. He that seeketh findeth. To him that knocketh it shall be opened. And so Jesus gave him this promise. He said, if you have a need, ask if you have a need, he's willing. If you have a, a, a desire, seek the Lord. Seek his face on this Christmas day. 
we would to God that all men would seek the Lord. These wise men sought the Lord. The shepherds sought the Lord because they saw something happen in the skies. They knew that something had uh, trans uh, transformative had taken place. The Bible says they knew and they sought the Lord. My friend, they seek the Lord while he may be found. The Bible says, knock and it shall be opened. He said, I am the door. Let's knock on heaven's door today. Whatever you have need of, I'm telling you, our God is here. He's willing to open up to you. The Bible says in verse 11, if a son shall give, ask bread of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? He was referring back to just the, the art of giving or the, the thing of giving. He says, when one is needed bread, will, he, will you give him a stone? If you ask a fish, will you give him a serpent? Verse 12, it says, if you ask for an egg, will you give him a scorpion? In other words, he was showing the comparing and contrast. He says, if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give? The Holy Ghost unto them that asked him. He was talking about the third person of the Godhead. Naturally, he was already come. He was there in the midst of them. God knows how to give good gifts. Apostle Paul wrote it this way. He said, I'll show you a more excellent way. Some of the greatest things God can give to you, no doubt, is salvation. Give to you the power of the Holy Ghost. Give to you joy and peace, satisfaction. Give you everything that pertains to life, the Bible says. Everything that you need to, to get into fine joy and peace that man yearns for. Man was in need of a gift. The people cried. They, they, they yearned. They cried. And they, they, they desired. The people said, hey, we need a breakthrough. We need a change. We need something to happen. We need a, a, someone to come make a difference. And the Heavenly Father said, I'll send my son. And he sent his son Jesus down from heaven. The greatest gift forever. You see, this gift today was for all mankind. It's gift for everybody, regardless of skin color, regardless of age, regardless of size, regardless of nationality. This gift here today is for you. I mean, thankful for that today. This gift everybody can enjoy, the joy of salvation. This gift everyone will be appreciative of eternal life to spend eternity with our Lord. He said, I'll go to prepare a place for you. Not only not only spend eternity with me, but I have a mansion waiting on you. I have no doubt things in which you can't even imagine now are waiting for you. No doubt receive him today. Accept the Lord today. Receive the gift unto the world. The greatest gift ever was Jesus Christ today. Today, my friend, don't go another day without Christ. Don't go another day without the Lord our God. He'll go with you. It'll last you. And this gift, church, you can use it at all times. You can call on him at all times. Amen. He'll go with you because he's down in your heart. Some gifts you can't take with you. They're too big. Some gifts, again, uh, I won't answer every circumstance. Can't do the job. As I shared with you before, they used to buy me these little trinkets. A screwdriver with a, with a wrench and all these different things built in one. And they're going to only do so much. You can only fix so many things. But it's a God up in heaven who can fix everything. You can take him where you need to go. He'll be that light in darkness. He'll be that friend and that comfort. He'll be that warmth when you're feeling cold. He'll be that one that's able to wipe away the tears when you're sorrowful. 
He'll be that one to give you strength when you need it. The greatest gift, man, it keeps unfolding. When you need healing, amen, the gift of healing will come. I mean, thankful for that today. When you need provision, that gift will open up and it begins to provide all of your needs according to his riches and glory. The wonderful gift. When you need power, miraculously is able to open up and it gives you the strength that you need. When you need direction, it, it unfolds a different way and it begins to show you the way. When you need these things in life, it begins to have its way. Turn that off, turn that off, please. Amen. The greatest gift of them all. The greatest gift. Everything that you have need of. Amen. It's been given to us. And we're thankful today to God. We're thankful for Jesus Christ. The greatest gift of all. As we stand to our feet today. The greatest gift forever. His name is forever. Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Amen. God sent his son Jesus to be with man. He brought his power down from heaven to where we can become sons of God. And so now we can live for him, dwell in him, to serve him and follow him. The gift is available to all mankind. Hide it in your heart. Love him. And this gift today is available for all mankind. If you don't know him, as we bow heads and reverence to God today. If you don't know Jesus Christ, if you don't know him, come to him. If you need a touch, let him touch you today. He said, I come to heal the broken. I've come to set the captive free. If you find yourself trapped, God can open up a door today. If you need a, a uplifting today, let Christ do it in your soul. You need a miracle. This is a season of miracles. We're in a season of miracles right now. Let Christ perform a miracle in your life. Let him do the impossible, this miraculous birth, this miraculous birth that they said was not possible. Many will question how it would take place. It's possible. Amen. Today. And the God, the same God that sent his son Jesus, the same God is here in our midst to help you, to see you through. To save you. If you're not saved today, lift your hand and say, preach, I want to be saved. Preach, I want to be saved today. I, I've never given my life over to Christ. If you've never done that today, lift in hand, we'll pray with you. If you need power today, lift in hand, we'll pray with you. If you need something from the Lord, a touch from God, God bless you. We see you today. God bless you today. And so as you see this today, God is able. The gift is there. It's available for all. Let's come receive of him. Let's come to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. The altar prayer is open today. As we begin to adore him and work, magnify his name. Magnify the Lord our God, the greatest gift forever. Don't let anyone take it away. Don't let anyone separate you from him. Serve him, live for him every day of your life. Every day. Amen. Walk with Jesus. It'll never fade away. It cannot be burned. It cannot be destroyed. Amen. His power, his majesty, his love, and all the wonderful gifts that he brings. Cannot, cannot, cannot be done away with because he is God, the Savior of the world. Let's find a place to pray today. Whatever you have need of, seek his face today.
forever and ever and ever again. All fear is gone. today, amen, our Savior Jesus Christ, amen, because he came, we can face tomorrow, because he came, all fear is gone today, and we're truly grateful for Christ, take that gift everywhere you go, take him everywhere, it works everywhere, he works everywhere, amen, he works, it's not a but it's a he, he works everywhere, it's the greatest gift, if you don't have him, my friend, don't go another day, get it, it's available, Just talk. it's free, it's free for all mankind to have today. Amen. This time they're going to have a special song to youth, the youth choir, the brotherhood here. Amen. We used to have a youth choir, the men's, the men's choir called the brotherhood. Amen. This is the youth brotherhood here. We thank God for this youth today. Amen. And truly, truly a blessing that it is.
Amen. That's what it's all about. God so loved the world. You might as well stay here, Trey. Grab this offering basket from him. Amen. Here you go, Trey. Praise God. Thank God for God so loving the world. Amen. Amen. The message is just that clear. Amen. Truly, we are thankful for this season. Always, always keep Christ first in your Christmas today. Amen. We appreciate each one here today. And again, let's give a nice gift unto the Lord today. The Lord deserves a gift. Amen. From above. He He's that gift. Amen. And truly, let's give back to the wonderful gift that he gave us all. And that is the gift of salvation. We're going to ask young man, sir, if you'll pray for the offering, please. say about Christmas is that Christmas is, is is one of the best seasons to always celebrate like to celebrate like to celebrate Jesus's birthday at church I'm also thankful for Jesus providing us food for covering us under the blood and and and, and letting his angels watch above us every day Christmas is also about the gift of giving and the gift that keeps on giving. I'd like to also thank you, God and the Lord, for covering me and my family under the blood and everyone else that praises God. I also want to thank him. For making me see another day and for, and for giving me a sweet sleep every night. Amen. for it is about Christmas is that we get it's the time where we just it's just put everything down and what we're busy for just put it down and just get to know Jesus more get to fast on his word and also get to know him and get to celebrate 
to get to celebrate the day that Jesus was born. Also, what I like about Christmas is that that you get to spend time with your family, and also you get to you get to do other things that are really important about Christmas. And one of my favorites is about one one of my what I like to do about Christmas is just to focus on God. Thank God for these youth, for them understanding the gift of Christmas. Amen. The meaning of Christmas. Amen. As we close up today, this song is called Go Tell It on the Mountains. Amen. Over the hills and everywhere, we encourage you to tell somebody, to share with somebody about who Jesus is. Amen. Over the hills and everywhere, don't be ashamed of the gospel, but go tell it on the mountain. Amen. That Jesus Christ is born. His Lord, amen. As we stand to our feet and dismiss in prayer, we're truly grateful today for all that God is doing. another birthday too. Now keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. So we got two birthdays here in person and we have, we celebrate our Lord and Savior's birthday as well, Jesus Christ. Happy birthday, Makir. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Truly a blessing. May the Lord bless you. And now you and uh, that's Sister Alice's birthday too. Amen. We're truly grateful for these Christmas babies. Because if they had not for him, I don't know where I would have been. You know, so I just continue to give God praise and thanks. This before coming, I was thinking that it was so cold to come to church this morning. I was thinking, I said, no. I got up, the children, everything was there, my grandkids. I said, no, let me step out and go to church. Because I got a taxi and I came. And um, I just want to give God a high note of praise for waking me up this morning and for his guidance and protection and for who he is to me. He's my silent listener and, my, and he is my friend who help in the time of trouble. He sees my tears and he helped me dry my tears. And um, you know, there are so many things from, 20, from 2020, there were so many things that was that was in, in that the devil was thrown in front of me I must say but you know with God all things are possible so today I think it was one of the best days for me to give you my sisters and daughters thank to say thank you because I know that 
I could remember it was like two Sundays ago. Approaching this December month, it was like it was like a weight on me. And I just did not know how to get it off. So I said, you know what? I get to my nearest, which is you, my sisters and brothers. I said, I text, thank you for, and please pray with me. On that very day, it was very much stressful to me. I keep remembering, you know, things that I should not have remembered, but we all have a heart, you know. So I asked, as I cried that day, I asked God to forgive me because God knows the best of everything for us. And um, with God, all things are possible. It does not matter what might be thrown in front of us. I know he's there to wipe our tears and he's there to, to guide and protect our minds, you know? So this morning, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And God bless you all. And a Merry Christmas. And I'm going to say a prosperous Merry Christmas. Amen. 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 Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Yes. Lord. Yes. I'm sorry. My hormone, my nephew, he sent yesterday to say Merry yes. Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Truly great. The gift of Thanksgiving. Amen. Yes. We always, always give that out to the heavens. Always remember saying thank you. Amen. Yes. We're truly glad to have her back here. Great morning. And so uh, this after, uh, after the service, if you got a few minutes. Donut holes, you're able to grab one on the way out. If you want to stick around for a few minutes, you're welcome to do that. All right, God bless you. Our prayer have a Merry Christmas, enjoy your evening with your friends and families. Amen. And remember, live Jesus high, the, the greatest gift forever, forever, and ever. Amen. God bless our prayer.